0: This is a public service announcement, sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records.
1: Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and <laughs> recollection of history in the making and during our generation.
0: Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is Ho. Ho, to the o, Welcome, welcome, welcome world. Welcome to a beautiful Friday here in New Jersey. Boy, do I got a treat for you. Well, this is the Real Estate Evolved Podcast. I am your host, Kenyon Hunter, leader of Evolution Ave Group at Keller Williams, real estate entrepreneur, motivator, and purveyor of all things cool. Now, in our last small drop, I did tell you I was going to have an amazing guest this week and I was going to put on a great show for you. Well, I'm not even going to hold you back any longer. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce my guy, my man, Justin, the real Deal, VP of Payday Payroll Services. Justin, welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me today. Oh,
0: man, my pleasure, man. Look, I'm glad we finally had a chance to get together. Man, looking forward to, uh, you know, a really power-packed episode, and we're going to talk about some great things. So, first of all, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you had a great week. I hope the grind has been kind. And, uh, you know, if you didn't catch the last um, Daily Dose of Vitamin K episode, definitely go check that out. Uh, always drop in some... Some pretty good jewels for you guys. I always, always have you guys on my mind. But Justin is here today, and we're going to talk about um, this episode. We're calling it Network to Net Worth because Justin and I met through networking, and we're going to discuss the power of networking. But first, I want to hear, and I'm sure you do as well, a little bit about who is Justin Deal? Justin.
1: Hey, so I'm a, uh, your typical South Jersey boy. I uh, had a short grew up in Philly. I uh, Came over here in uh, first grade and have been in Jersey for the last 25 years out of Washington Township. Um, you know, the typical athlete was very involved all through uh, through school with you know DECA, um, being class council, really anything I could get my hands on. I've always uh, I've always been intrigued by kind of uh, people's attention. Um, so you know, captain of the football team, played basketball, baseball, bo- volleyball. Um, and I think the athletics is a great foundation for all business owners and sales, most importantly, because uh, you just, you know, it, it gives you that determination to be the best. Absolutely. And you have that competitive nature that, you know, we all need to survive these
0: days. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did you go to did you go to Washington Township High School?
1: I did. So, I yeah. uh, graduated in 2004. Uh, for any football fans out there, you know, we had two of the, uh, probably three of the greatest teams to run through South Jersey. We, okay. we lost in the championship each year, but... Uh, yeah, you know, we were kind of like the Eagles those days. We were making it to the big dance, but just couldn't get it done, um, but had a lot of talent. You know, there was about four of us that would uh, went on to play college ball okay. at big schools. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, Washington Township is definitely a great area. Yep. Yeah,
0: you know, growing up in, in – I grew up in Trenton, okay. and uh, we – everybody was always amazed at how big our high school was, right? We had, like, 5,000 students. So. Uh-huh. I remember hearing about Washington Township growing up, right? And people were like, "Oh, there's a there's a couple big schools in South Jersey." And then when I moved here six years ago, um, I remember I rolled by and I was like, "That's a big school. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a mall. I mean, there's there's that,
1: there's two wings to it and then yeah. a core center." So yeah, it's yeah. uh, but yeah, we probably we graduated with about 900 people okay. our year. Um, so the whole school probably only had like maybe 4,000 people gotcha. total with faculty. Um, but definitely, it's. I mean, you know. Little things like that, you don't realize how blessed you are to grow up in towns yeah, like that. I, I know. I mean, man. Just the connections you make, you know, through those years, which is you know, why it's so important to just be a genuine person these days. It's you know, I've I constantly run into people that I went to high school with and I always think, like, man, what if I wasn't the kind person that I am? Like how much harder business would have been. Absolutely. It's, people don't forget. Oh, you know, so true. Especially the way that you make them feel.
0: So true. You know, so when true. you're
1: natural to people and you, you know, help build them up. It's like, you know, you're literally an ally for life. But if you were one of the bullies or something like that, and you were just too cool for school, right? You know, that's that's a hurdle you're just gonna have to deal with later in life.
0: It is, man. You, you'd be surprised how people still remember that stuff.
1: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> even with,
0: even man, even like good looking guys like ourselves. Even yeah. luckily we were nice to the women too, right? Because oh, even you know women hold it for a longer time than guys. Yeah, <laughs> women women <laughs> truly never forget. Right, <laughs> right. So I'm glad I never was that guy. Right. Yeah. So what position did you play in football? You know, uh, as a football player too. So I, yeah,
1: so uh, football. I uh, played everything pretty much on. On the offensive line, I uh, was a defensive end as well in uh, in high school. Uh, college just wound up playing center guard and tight end okay. and uh, long snapped.
0: I appreciate you, man. Yeah. I was a quarterback. Um, okay, you and know, protecting from, you, man. Got yeah, you bro, boys you're pretty. my favorite. You're my favorite, man. I I was a quarterback from I would say uh, seventh grade through sophomore year, and then my growth spurt kind of stopped on me, so I couldn't see over our line. Okay, <laughs> so I actually switched over to strong safety, and I also played a little bit of running back. And like we had a role called wingback, was kind of like Flank, flanker, yeah, you know slot in today's football world, sure. um, mainly because I, I, dude, I could not. Our line got so big I couldn't see over those guys anymore. We were, yeah. but we did run the option right, so we didn't okay. pass that much. We were, yeah. um, like we ran out the eye all the time. Yep. but um, I used to audible out into a pass play just because I used right. to like just want to throw the ball. So yeah, we were an old school wing
1: tee. <laughs> oh, you're wing tee. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. So we were smash mouth football. Same thing. I mean, our right. our average size lineman in, in senior year was probably you know six three two sixty which you know, doesn't sound huge, but for high school, in it's, high school you know, y- you're also playing against D-tackles that are right. 5 to above 80. So, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it- it's not quite an even playing field. But, right, yeah, I mean, football is definitely some of the greatest days. You know, the camaraderie yeah. you build.
0: The character it and, builds, right? Uh,
1: absolutely. I mean, sports, uh, qu- side note, I- I've always thought sports and the restaurant industry are two things that everybody should be involved in. Yeah. I just feel like it teaches you so many life lessons and really gets you ready for you know, all the all the curveballs that life's going to throw you. Absolutely. Um, and just, you know, teaches you how to be a people person, team player, you know, how to kind of deal with stress, how to deal with, you know, kind of last minute things right. that happen that just always come up in life.
0: I always say um, when I meet people, or not when I meet people, but I tell people all the time, look, if you don't like or play sports or played sports, I almost have a hard time trusting you.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: <laughs> when I meet somebody that says, oh, I don't, I don't watch or play sports, I hate sports, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I can trust this person. Yeah, there's going to be something else that's off. There's to more be. to that story, right? It has right? to be because, you know, um, it, it, even in individual sports, you still have to work with other people. And if somebody who, who can't grasp that concept, it just tells you a little something about them, in my opinion. Yeah. I, not, not judging for everybody, but some.
1: Yeah, especially football. I mean, that's truly one of those sports. It's you know, on offense, you know, 10 of the 11 guys can do everything right. Right. And the play can collapse just because of that one person. Yeah
0: yeah so you you need it i just i do miss the locker room man like yeah. you know and but you know we we kind of have that we got a, we got a good crowd of people that we associate with i I feel like we we have a good camaraderie um i, saw, I actually saw devin yesterday at K.W. Moorestown and he dunked uh did you see it on, I on, did, on, yeah. on on Facebook and Instagram yeah and he um it was our red day which is our big volunteer day at kW so you know globally um everybody at kW is all around volunteering for different different um at different functions or for different charities and um things like that. And um, afterwards, we usually get together, have a happy hour, and do some fun stuff after celebrating, just being out there serving the people. And, um, yeah, Devin, uh, (laughs) um, the team leader, Joe, was uh, in the dunk tank first throw. Devin hit it. Boop!
1: I love it. It (laughs) It was was great to see on social media yesterday just all the good that was being done.
0: Oh, man, it was good. I was actually at Urban Promise. Um, Shout out to Urban Promise and all the the great people working there and all the things they're doing for the students, man. It's it's awesome. Um, I did that last year as well. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's just – you know, that's where it is, man. It's that the camaraderie we have with the people we surround ourselves with, but then also we're all the same, but we just want to get out there and give back and serve people as well. I think that's something that we all share in common.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's nice to pad your pockets also in the business, but you know, Making that deposit for your soul is, it's so different. It's (sighs) such a rewarding feeling. Deposit
0: for your soul, man. I'm going to have to use that one, man. That's (laughs) going to be one of my daily doses. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that one, man.
1: It is, though. It's so true. I mean, even just helping people in business, it's like the way that that makes you feel, the way that makes them feel. It's just, you know. Really doing anything to kind of make the world a little bit of a better place than you found it is, you know, it's what we should all really strive for.
0: Yeah, man, I, I definitely 100% agree. You can't just do it for the money, right? Yeah. Um, when you do that, you 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 naturally become greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people nowadays, where there's so much data available, I think people can really read into that, right? Who's really helping me versus who's really helping themselves? Yeah. Um. One of the reasons why I even became a full-time real estate entrepreneur was because. I really wanted to make an impact on people, not just shareholders. And that's what I felt like I was doing previously, which is nothing wrong with that, right? Um, we all have our place in w- where we want to go with our career and, you know, our different missions and how we want to serve. But, you know, it was really important for me to, to I spent a lot of time in on that side and, and really benefiting shareholders. But I said, well, how can I really do something that I enjoy, but really help people, right? And part of that was, you know, Especially like first-time home buyers I always talk about that, like the joy they have in in, in buying that first home, or yeah. you know, building an investment where you're building your wealth portfolio, and that helps you, you know, create a new legacy for your family. And it, there's just so many aspects of it, right? But it's always, you know, it, it's shifted away from you know doing something you love and, and serving, and that. Pads your pockets but it's just so much more rewarding in that in, in that sense i oh, right and
1: for you guys especially in the realtor industry it's you know the education you guys give i mean i think that's what separates the difference between a great realtor and a guy who's just in it for the money anybody could constantly push you know if i'm looking at you know houses at three hundred dollar max or three hundred thousand max you know when we're looking at 270 280 and a 300 i mean the smart move for any realtor right would be just push that 300 or oh, yeah. get that commission but, uh, you know, if, if people sometimes don't take into account, like, you know, what are my, what are my gas and electric gonna look right. like on that $300,000 house with, you know, 3,000 square feet in front of, t- instead of 2,500. And just the overall process, I mean, it's especially the first time you buy, you feel like yeah. you're, you're signing away, you're oh, sold, so much, you're right. firstborn, you know, all of that. So the fact that you guys really do a great job of articulating what that process is gonna be, what the expectations are, and you're really trying to help people find the perfect home not the perfect one that's going to give you the highest commission i mean that in itself is you know you're doing doing right just there to start
0: you do right by people and and i think the the universe will do right by you agreed that's huge karma that's what i feel man i feel you know you keep doing right by people even people may not reciprocate but you just keep doing right in in your way and i think the universe always brings it back to you
1: yeah karma and expectations those are two of the biggest things i think if you live life without the expectation of receiving you know, just it, it makes your life better because then right. you're not going to be disgruntled towards somebody or build up some type of hostility because, you know, man, I've given you 10 referrals over the last year and I've got right. nothing back. Well, did you really do it for the right cause then? Right. It sounds like you really gave to receive and that's really not it's what not the giving the spirit is. No,
0: absolutely not. You, you know, I think uh, my father used to always tell me, you know, when when you lend money, just don't expect it back. Right. Right. Or Or sometimes when you help someone, like you said, you're doing it because you really want to help them, not because of what you can get in return, Right. which we know that a lot of people do. Think That's just like, you know, I'll get all these emails and phone calls from different uh, vendors or partners or people like that. And they're always just like, hey, I just want to pick your brain. Or sometimes, you know, you can tell when somebody's authentic about, yeah. do you really want to pick my brain or is there a mission involved? Like if I told you that I'm not interested in, you know, your partnership or your, your product, but you would you still want to pick my brain just for the opinion? Right. Most of them will find a way to weasel out of that meeting once that's established, right? Sure. So that means you really weren't there to help, or it it was it wasn't it was more of a two sided thing, right? Right. You, and you can always see that. Yeah, you it was know? definitely but, it was a facade
1: that was really <laughs> turning into a sales pitch.
0: And I'm like, you know, you can't. Uh, I'm, I'm a sales professional. It's really hard to sell a, sell a sales professional, right? Absolutely. You know, I, we we prefer you to be very straight up, right?
1: Yeah. And, always. And it'll
0: always work that way. Um, Tell us a little bit more about you, Justin. What's some personal facts, hobbies. Uh, what, what should the public know about Justin Deal?
1: Uh, so, I mean, really, hobbies outside of working. My favorite thing to do is spend time with my family. Gotcha. I mean, I have a uh, beautiful wife, Gina. We've yeah. been married. We'll be celebrating six years on the 31st. Oh, congrats. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, and then spending time with my girls. So yeah. I have three little girls, uh, four-year-old Gianna, and then uh, twins that are 18 months, Savannah yeah. and Callie. And uh, they make the worst day, you know, bright. Oh, man. As I me, know I'm, you know, you have oh, two beautiful little ones yourself.
0: Yeah, man. And especially, um, you know, uh, my, you know, daughters. You got three. And I, you know, my daughter is, uh, she's like my, she's like a cut from me, man. Like, yeah. literally, she's like just, she wants to be, she wants to follow daddy around. She, she, she makes you feel like Superman. It's just like you said. There's no way, I don't care what happened. If they talk to you, they smile at you, they tell you, tell you that they love you, they grab you. I don't. It, I, the world is a better place. Agreed. Right? And my little guy, he, he'll be two in June, and um, same thing, man. He now he's a little different. He's a boy, right? Sure. I, a little I, bit I, more I, of a knucklehead. Yeah, devil. I, and I expect that, right? Because I wouldn't want him to be, you know, soft by any means. But when he is, you know, in his, you know, sweet phase, he oh man, you just you can be mad at him. He'll do something, and it's just like he'll turn around and just say, "I love you, daddy." And you're like. Oh.
1: Yeah. Isn't it funny? And they almost, they figure it out too. My, even the twins at 18 months. <laughs> Savannah the other day was just kind of being fresh and just doing some things. And I gave her a look. And she knew I wasn't thrilled with her. Yeah. And she just leaned in to give me a kiss. Like yeah. She knew. I was like, you little manipulator. You. Right. Like, you they know. know. They know. They you know you have me wrapped around your finger. They
0: know. I always tell a story about like, you know, me and my daughter, we'll go to like, Target. And then we'll be walking by the toy aisle. i will say, Daddy, you know. I really want this LOL surprise though, but I know you work so hard to to make sure we're good. So, you know, it doesn't have to be the day or anything like that. Now <laughs> you know when psychology. she says that I'm like, dump the whole thing, mm-hmm. dump the whole aisle in the cart if you want to, baby, because you yeah, can have it. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> Daddy, I want a unicorn. All right, well I'm gonna go buy a horse and stick a unicorn horn on it because she asked me for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I always figure it out, yeah, right? And, and I know my son, he'll figure it out as he gets older, you know, and he he's gonna be like my boy too, of right? Course. So that's like you know, with him. And i um, we're
1: saying, Daddy, I saw those new Jordans <laughs> drop, too. I know you're getting a pair. You got them in a small size,
0: right? <laughs> you already know. You know, like, uh, look, I, and I believe, man, as long as they're deserving, they can have it. That's what we that's our why. Right. Absolutely. That's part of our why. They bring us so much joy. And as long as they're deserving, they can have it. I know some people are like, oh, you shouldn't spoil your child. Like, especially when my daughter was little. She was like a little princess. And, and you know, anything she asked for, I would just get. Right. But I was like, but she deserves it, and yeah. she's a first grader now, and she's a stellar student. I, I I drop her off at school, and the teachers walk up to me almost any day I drop her off. A teacher walks and just give a compliment about her. Right, um, and same thing with my son. Like you know, he's he's only, he's in like pre 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 preschool, right? Yeah. <laughs> but even the teachers are like, oh, he's so smart, and I'm like, wow, he's a little different in school. than He is at home sometimes because he 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 doesn't. She's like. I'm like, did he ever talk back to you? They're like, no. I'm like, mm,
1: all right. And yeah, they know how to switch it up. Right. They know which environment yeah. they're in. Yeah. Um, that's really what it's all about. It's great that they're good students, they're but good students raising good people is are. what it really is yeah. all about. I mean, yeah. that's the best compliment you can get from a teacher. Because, a lot of times they especially for you and I, you know, we're working crazy. Right, so right. they sometimes spend more time with our kids than we do, unfortunately. This is so
0: true. This and is so true. To
1: hear that, you know, we're doing the right things, instilling the right values in them and just putting out genuine good people into the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's enough haters and just mean people out there and it seems like Especially nowadays, it's constantly what's thrown in your face is the negativity. Right. So it's nice to know that you're somehow contributing to a little light of sunshine. Here oh, yeah. And there, a little, little rays here and there that we can put out.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my daughter already, already wants to play golf. She's already showing Caden how Love to play that. golf. So Kylie, I, I hope she, you know, continues to want to play. And, uh, of course, Caden, like whether he likes it or not, you know, golf, basketball, baseball, football, soccer. Look, you're playing yeah, something we're gonna, we're gonna you're playing a couple them of them. you're trying them second. all yeah. <laughs> you're gonna play football I, you know it's it's getting rough these days a lot some parents are so leery about football but i guess it's hard because we played yeah. so we understand the game mm-hmm. so it's hard for us i think if you find it challenging for us to be sensitive about not letting your child play, like I, I wouldn't feel right if i didn't let my child play football right right i understand all the concerns out there yeah um i think the game will change a little bit especially at the lower levels like absolutely. that absolutely so, it's like if it's going to change for the better and there's going to be more precautions out there and just, you know, the equipment is getting more advanced, yep. then you got to I, I, – it's tough for me to say I can't let my child play football. Right. It really is.
1: Yeah, so, actually, I've helped coach uh, the Pop Warner League okay. over the past couple of years. Uh, we actually won back-to-back championships. Nice. Humble brag there. There you go. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we've seen – I mean, the numbers have drastically decreased. I mean, back in our day when we were playing – Washington you had to Township, cut people. we had, yeah. I mean, there was we had two teams, the Minivan right. and the Patriots for all of Pop Warner. Our high school easily had, you know, 110 kids on the sideline. Um, and now our team last year had, I think, like 43 kids on it for the uh, the unlimited program. Right. So those are the kids getting ready to go into high school. So there's just, you know, a lot of people now are with the parents. And I get it, like the CT, the concussions. Yeah, it's it's, but truly, I mean, soccer, that stuff happens. Lacrosse. It does. I mean, it's their contact sports, right? Yeah. But I think the big issue that I've been reading a lot of things about now is actually the workers' comp, the insurance side. A lot of these places now don't want to fund you know, a lot of these high-contact sports, right. and Football and soccer, believe it or not, like women's soccer actually has like the highest, like bar, really high concussion rate.
0: Which I did I, I was know amazed that.
1: by. Yeah, because it's a lot of like the header balls, which, right? Because right. I know now there's like restrictions on that. When you're, until you're a certain age, like there's no headers. Like you can't you can't go after it that in that fashion. But for football, I think it's definitely for the younger kids. You know, it's going to move to a flag type atmosphere, yeah, um, which is going to hinder linemen, obviously. because, sure. You know, I mean, they can do other things. I think wrestling is great for your hand-eye sure. coordination, and you know, they'll find ways to kind of sub out those same skills and build on things. But it is, it's, it's kind of tough to to really understand it though, right? I mean, here we both are. Knock on wood, you know. Yeah. I had no injuries besides like rolled ankles and just rolled you know, ankles, things you know. swelling up and bumps and bruises. But you know, that's life. It is. But yeah, it's it, it's going to be a very interesting like next probably decade, you know, surrounding football and the NFL. Now with the XFL starting up, getting their TV right. rights, you know, it's uh, it's definitely like besides MMA, that's the next closest thing to modern day gladiators.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, we'll see, man. I'm waiting for. Football season is upon us. Golf yeah, season is upon us. Yeah, yeah. Me, and, me and Justin play golf together with a bunch of the other guys, too. So, me and Justin are also Jordan lovers. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Not quite at
1: the level as uh, Kenyon with the shoes. Oh, but, man. Yeah, getting there.
0: Did you get the fours this past weekend? I didn't. I got no, them. The they were actually – they were easy cop, actually.
1: That's I saw they're still actually available. They're, yeah, like they're that.
0: they're out there. So, I – yesterday, for Red Day, I actually had the the last release of those on. The last release was a very uh, – you know, Nike kind of – you know, cut short on some materials a couple years back. Sure. Um, that was a big thing. So I remember getting those a couple years ago when that last release came out. I was so excited because that was like one of the, that was probably one of the second or third pair of Jordans I ever had in my life. The Jordan okay. Ford, bred Jordan yeah, Ford. So yeah. I remember my dad was like, report card was good. Let's go to the mall and get them. And I got them. And I was just like, wow. So of course, I love the retro because it just takes you back to a, a time, right? Absolutely. In your childhood. And I remember grabbing those back in like, I think it was like 2012 or 2000, maybe 2011, 2012. And I wore them, I was in Atlanta, wore them, you know, I'm a Falcons fan, I was at Atlanta Falcons game, they were playing the Giants, I remember, and, um, you know, obviously it's a dome, but it was pouring raining outside after the game, hmm. and so we're walking through, if you ever been to the old Georgia Dome, you know, it, it is crazy after the game, because they have, like, tunnels and mobs, and people jumping on the Marta train, oh, nice. and parking lots, you know, so it's crazy, so we had to run outside, and I had those Jordans on, right, and I remember I was like, oh, that's all right. I sprayed them with some waterproofing, whatever. They're good. Cause they were made out of like that new buck. Yep. I think I flew home the next morning and looked down at my feet because I had them on and that black looked more like ashy gray. Uh, yeah. And they were just and then they would start cracking. And I was yep. just like, oh man. And then they just released them. So I, I that the pair, I opened the box the other day and they, they look, they look good. Okay. Apparently they were made with premium material, but that's like a classic. I had to get yeah. them had to get them so it
1: seems like that's what they're doing now because was definitely some backlash for a while like i remember the sevens were oh. trash that they retro <laughs> yeah. just even the look you look right. at them and you could tell like you know that little mountain that was on the background mm-hmm. just it just looked like they're, a child they just slapping stuff together but now they are, and i guess that's why you know they're raising the prices on some yeah. of them it seems yeah. like when they use the premium materials you know they're they're Dropping it to 200 225 mark,
0: and now you but, have enough money, you don't have to right your not kidding. I, I hear it, it's you know. like
1: getting Jordans back they went from like $90. I know. it seemed like overnight it was like 190. Was out of nowhere, <laughs> and that's just now the Yeezys are even yeah, that stuff's even crazier.
0: Yeezys, yeah, I, I have I get my hands on a decent amount of Yeezys. I, I, okay. I they are, I will say, they're, they're some of the most comfortable sneakers, they're like Ultra Boost. Pretty Absolutely much,
1: everybody I know, I, I still I just I can't cheat on Nike and
0: Jordan. Yeah. That's all I know. Oh, I, I was so anti, man, and yeah. then I, I even when the Yeezys first came out, I was so anti. I was like, I'm not messing with those. But yeah. then I I started seeing them more, and I was just like, yeah, they're kind of interesting. Then I tried them. I got my hands on a pair. I was like, these things are comfortable. Yeah, That's why I hear it's like
1: walking on clouds. <laughs> they that's are, what people man. Tell me. That
0: boost. I don't even own a pair of Ultra boots because people okay. tell me that Ultra Boosts are even more comfortable. And I know some sneakerheads go crazy over Ultra Boosts when they yeah. come out. Um, but they they use the same. Uh, same soul so, okay. or whatever that ultra boost technology yeah, I think they're right. made from uh like the michelin tires they or are something, something like that yeah. man. they're oh, they're good and easy just they lay right too man i yeah. will say that they, you can lay them any kind of way they do cool. i mean
1: it seems like everybody's biting off that that whole look they now are. but they're definitely they're different to look at and i think that was the original like you know coming from the nike world it was yeah. like everything basically has that jordan one kind of feel to it yeah and uh, then you just you have this like low shoe with these crazy prints and a huge sole and
0: yeah it's killing it. But what? I will say, you know, I, every day out when I go to gym, the Air Max Two Hundred and Seventy, mm. that's probably the most comfortable sneaker I've ever had. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. before. Remember I remember I told you. I see them Dude, everywhere now. I've bought probably three pair and I rotate those to the gym, you know. And uh, Nike definitely did a good job with those and then they just came out with that air max i think 720 which yep. is supposed to have the biggest air bubble biggest cushion sole. so I, I saw
1: they put it uh so like the vapor maxes but they put like the bubble right under yeah like the middle of your foot right right
0: so i might have to try a pair of those yeah. too so you know That's keep, i'm a keep huge air
1: max fan especially you know being a big boy i you know, i need shoes that can support 300 pounds <laughs> so yeah those air bubbles give a nice cushioning on these bones yeah and joints. man
0: absolutely so we're actually at Payday today, we're on site, which I love. Thanks for having us here. Oh, my pleasure. Um, you know, so tell me a little bit. Tell us a little about Payday, man. You know, how yeah. you you you've had a, a a interesting path. You know, starting here at, at this company. So, um, you know, give us your tell us about Payday. Tell us about your journey and how you helped start Payday. If yeah, I'm not absolutely. mistaken, right? And yeah. and now you're in a leadership role. So, give us a little background on that.
1: Yeah, so quickly on Payday. So we're a, obviously a local family owned company. Uh, we focus on the small to medium sized businesses, and our definition of that is 50 and under employees. Uh, that's the market that we're you know actively targeting. We do handle folks with 100 plus employees, um, but again, it's just we're not actively seeking them. Um, so, kind of where we differ from most people is uh, we take a bit of an old school approach. We really like to be very hands on with our clients. A lot of the competitors out there, you know, they have great platforms, and that's really where they're pushing people to is. It's kind of like a do-it-yourself payroll anymore in, in this industry mm-hmm. uh so we decided we wanted to be different so we bring payroll in-house gotcha so my goal is really you know to give kind of what we've been talking about this whole time is really give that beautiful asset of time back because uh, that's you know by far you know the most sought after thing these days is you know how to either maximize your time how to get more time so what i do is i come in usually uh Kind of figure out a way. We either build out a sheet for you and you would just fill that out, email it to your specialist and we import it. Or believe it or not, about, I'd say 70% of our clients, we still just get on the phone with them. Okay. And you know, have a quick conversation, go through the payroll, give totals to them. They give us the okay, we process. And then uh, what we like to do is try to be as paperless as possible. So we have a unique part of our uh, system. It's called virtual mailroom. Okay. Uh, so basically for clients that have everybody on direct deposit, all the check stubs just get emailed directly to your staff, password protected, the last four of their social, and that winds up saving money. A lot of my competitors, even though, you, probably, when's the last time you've looked at your check stub?
0: Only around text the, time. You just look at the bank <laughs> to make sure the deposits it, right? Right, that's it. So
1: most people don't, and a lot of these other companies are just sending them to you. Right. So you're getting, you know, 25 check stubs that you're going to wind up throwing in, in the trash, and uh they truly, they charge about $10 for that service just to deliver it. Right. So a lot of times I walk into businesses that are weekly and you know, I'm saving them $520 because everybody's on direct deposit and we haven't even done anything yet. Right. We're not even talking about the savings on the payroll side. Gotcha. Um, but uh, being that we're privately owned, you know, we're, we're able to actually do that and kind of bring everything in house and then also, you know, save a lot of money for folks. Um, my other two partners were previously with paychecks. Okay. Um, so we kind of knew, you know, their model and what they did and, right. you know, the things we loved, we kind of rolled with, and then things that we thought, uh, would just, you know, uh, be better suited for our, our clientele and our market. We changed or added. Um, so it's really, it's, it's kind of an experience, um, for any of our customers, anybody who wants to, to leave a little comment would be greatly appreciated. But, uh, Once you're on board, it's, we really, our retention is through the roof because people don't, it's almost at first, you know, a lot of times I'm saving people 40, 50% on their costs Sure. and it's like, what am I not getting? And, uh, you know, honestly, what I typically, what I want to say is you're not getting ripped off. Right. That's really (laughs) what it kind of boils down to. Right. Um, but you know, in a, in a very polite manner, I just, you know, just tell them, you know, we're privately owned. We're not publicly traded. A lot of these companies have to deal with Wall Street. Right. So if they're not turning profits, you know, there's going to be a lot of unhappy people. So that's why they have to, you know, constantly every year increase their rates. And that's a big thing we don't believe in. So we don't do annual price increases. We don't do introductory rates. Um, so if your business, if you're able to sustain a business and keep, you know, five, six employees, then your pricing is not going to increase year after year. It's right. Going to, you're going to stay static. And that's one of the best things that we can provide for business owners is, you know, somewhat of a static cost. Right. That way you don't have to worry about, you know, high season, low season. Is the money there? Is it not? Um, and on top of that, the way we differ is we, we partner with other local companies. Okay. So we don't want to be your, you know, your master of everything, right? So we do payroll and taxes in-house. We do that very well. Then we partner with folks for workers' comp, you know, your pensions, benefits, time tracking services. Uh, and that winds up giving another level of customer service. You know, to our clients, you know, very similar setups. You can always get an owner on the phone. You know, they are a uh, customer service base, so you get a one point of contact on all fronts. Um, and with the ancillary products, we're typically saving another 10 or 15% for folks. So, anybody out there if you own a business, you're outsourcing payroll, would love to have a conversation with you and kind of help you A save money but B more importantly, get time back into your day so you can focus on what it is that you do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What the puff say um, as long as no, what did uh, Jay Z say? As long as Puff got to rock, I ain't drinking Belvedere, man. That's it. Listen, business owners, if you are in need of payroll resources, you have to call Justin. That's it. If you don't, I'm after you. <laughs> we ain't, we're not friends anymore. All, you know, all all I do is support my people. That's a it's a good point too. I was actually reading reading an article, or maybe listen to a podcast. You know, I'm like a walk-in podcast, yeah. YouTube speech guy, whatever. And um, it was such a good point, you know and this gets into, you know, our topic of networking, right? Um, If you're, if someone you know in your circle has a business, there is no other option. Agreed. You know, there should not be any other option. You support that business. And you don't support that business with the thought of getting a discount or, you know, getting some type of exception. You support that business because you believe in their business and that's somebody in your circle, right? I will never... You know, uh, like my cousin, I, I always tell him he owns a, a restaurant in Charlotte. If I lived in Charlotte and I wanted soul food, I'm not eating anywhere else, Agreed. but that restaurant because he's like my brother, right? Um, and and same thing, nobody's ever going to come to me and say, "Hey, do you you know anybody that does payroll services?" There's nobody else I'm introducing them to, yeah. right? It's it's really it's really that simple because you know we're a part of each other's inner circle. I just can't do that, right? Yeah. Um, and I and I and I value your business and, it, and like as as my team grows and you know I, I think that we when I start bringing on more admin staff, I'm going to need payroll service. Yeah, right? Absolutely. And who do, who who am I going to trust with that, right? Yeah. Um and, and and I'm not going to say, Justin, you better hook me up. Man. No, like I'm supporting your business, right? right? Just like if you ever felt that there was a client Ooh. that fit me as a, a real estate agent, you would say, you know what, you're a perfect fit for Kenyon Hunter, mm-hmm. and you support that business, right? And you're not going to tell him, hey, make sure you tell him to get, do that. No, it's like he's a great he, he's great at what he does, and he's he's worth the price. Like yeah, I go to sure. Lifetime, and people say, oh man, that's such an expensive gym, but yeah, but you have a daycare center. You got a you know professional sized basketball court. You got a and cafe. Indoor, an outdoor, indoor pool. Outdoor, outdoor pool. I mean, uh-huh. you know, if a machine's broke, they're fixing it in five minutes. It's worth the price of admission, okay. right? You get what you pay for in a lot of things. A lot of, uh, and I also think that um, you know, you don't value what you don't pay for. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> you know, uh, everybody so. wants things for free or or, or a discount, but the, the fact of the matter is, you don't really go, you're not going to value it as much yeah. when you do that.
1: And back to just supporting small business in general. I know this meme's been circulating like everywhere, especially during Small Business Week. But it's you know when you're supporting a small business, you're helping a little girl get her next dance shoes. You're helping put food on the table. You're helping you know a family go on vacation. Right. It's you're not happy, helping. You know?
0: You're not helping. You're not helping a guy that you'll never see or talk to get a new you know new his rudder for his house. yacht. <laughs> right. His fourth his fourth boat. Right. Right. It's, right.
1: You know, and that's and there are there's so many great local small businesses anymore that we really could sub out so many of the things that sure. we buy in everyday life and really make an impact to your overall community. Absolutely. I and mean, that's all it is, As small businesses prosper. So does the surrounding area. We all have 100%. philanthropic efforts built into our businesses. Right. We all give back in one way or another.
0: And think about why these people are creating these small businesses. They could easily go work for these larger companies and, yeah. and, and focus on pure profits. And But they're creating a small business because they see a need in the communities they're in and they think they they feel they feel as it strongly as that they're small they're taking that leap in starting a small business because they can impact that need in their community. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? So why not? That's that's where the support should go. hundred yeah. percent agree with that. Um, yeah, that's awesome, man. So tell me, like, so how when how did you start with payday?
1: So actually, uh, to kind of summarize, long story. So I was coming off my football career okay. from college. Um, was one of those uh, knuckleheads that thought the NFL was truly going to be my end all cool. and. Yeah, I chased it for as long as okay. I could. Had a a little bit of an arena career. Did not love that uh, form of football at all. It's, right, no that's different, built for right? The, It's different. That's the skill positions. It's it's you know a, a fun, glorified, mm-hmm. uh, good experience for the the crowd for the fans that came out. Um, but for linemen, it's it's literally just man on man all day. Right. So it's either beating somebody up or getting beat up, and films are not fun <laughs> either way. Um, but after that, I was I came home. Um, was looking to go to a camp out in Arizona for the long snapping part of what I did. Um, The Harbaugh brothers always uh, held something out there um, that I was invited to. And uh, my mother, who's uh, one of the business owners and our partner, Rich, uh, were sitting at the kitchen table at our home. And they were kind of both looking at me with this weird look. And I was like, oh man, do I have like food on my face? (laughs) Like what's (laughs) going on right now? And uh, they're like, look, we're yeah, you know, we're gonna start this payroll company. We would you know, love for you to be a part of it. Oh man! And at first, you know, just being—I was 23 at the time, so it's like, man, working in an office. Like, I don't even what's what's payroll. I've been right. paid, but like, what is that really, right? right? Um, so we they were going up in uh to, up to Vermont in that November uh, to kind of check out the software that we were going to wind up purchasing the, to form the company around. So we decided to go up and, uh, really loved the software. There's a lot of great things it could do. It was very user-friendly. Um, so came to that, that decision time in December of, am I jumping on ship and am I doing this or am I, uh, you know, still going to try to chase this NFL career? And, uh, Rich has always been one of the realest people with me. And, he just flat out told me he was like, "Man, you're not making the NFL." Like, you know, <laughs> and then you know, and then you had right. you have to have that, that sometimes true you need moment that, with yeah. You, sometimes right? you need that. right? We need people who are real around you. Right? There's a lot sure. of yes people who sure. just like oh, chase that dream, chase and, it, right? And they're hoping you get it so they can be put on. Sure. Right? That's kind of the end result. But you know, Rich said he was like, "You, know, you got to look yourself in the mirror. How hard are you working for it?" And yeah. I did. You know, I took that like next couple of days. I was like, "Man, you know, there's a hundred thousand kids graduating from USC, Michigan, Miami." that are like living in the gym and I'm like I have a part-time job I'm right. working out where I can I'm training so I, the honest answer to that question was no I'm not working as hard as these right. guys I don't deserve it the way that they do so joined the payroll company and uh I mean a, a little being humble here but I truly barely knew what the what the difference between a gross and that was when I started this company <laughs> I mean when you want to talk about a learning curve right uh, so when we started the company, it was truly it was just the three of us, uh, we were in a, an office smaller than the room we're in now, um, in an accounting firm over in West Effort, and uh, we were just you know, figuring it out, you know, how to get taxes paid, how to you know, acquire clients, how to kind of put all these systems and process, uh, processes in place, and you know, just kind of year by year, we got better at what we did, we got stronger with everything. And I went from like truly, I was the mailroom guy. I was the payroll specialist. Right. I was the data entry guy. I was, you know, I wore all the hats. But now, you know, nine years later, I've you know gone from just being a payroll specialist to uh, you know being the operations manager and overseeing our team, to now you know being promoted up to the vice president and having that operations background, going more towards a sales focus. Now, it's it's truly invaluable. I mean, all my friends out there that sell, uh, I know that. You know i've been on both sides of the fence so i know for the operations people sales seems like the most glorified job and how easy it is (laughs) you get all this free time and for the sales people i know that operations is like they're dragging you down they're they're always having issues and then you got to put out fires for them sometimes but to truly understand the ins and outs of your business and how all the processes work and what you can truly do i mean that's what helps you sell i mean i can answer questions with 100 percent certainty where a lot of salespeople give you that, like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Right. Because they know now it's on the operations to figure it out. Well, my issue is now I'm also the operations that has to figure (laughs) it out. So I need to tell you from the jump, like, what we can and can't do so there's no gray area. Because, you know, the biggest thing, it's like you always want to kind of under – you know, undersell and and over deliver is really the the end goal. But too many people oversell and make all these false promises. And that's just not what I'm about. I'll be the first person to walk away from a deal if it doesn't make sense. And those are just things, you know, through the nine years I've learned. And it's, I mean, it's been an amazing journey, honestly. It's like the, the things that are stuck in my head, the percentages of taxes we pay now. It's if you would, if you had this conversation with nine years ago, Justin, his head would have been spinning. Right. But it's, you know, the, the, um, constant repetition of just doing the same things every day and then you know figuring out where we go from here so we've built a a nice business and now it's kind of my goal you know how am I gonna blow the lid off this place but never you know sacrifice integrity as we continue to grow it's you know we've grown on a very very constant kind of platform where you know, we didn't want to have like that million dollar growth year sure. where it's like now we're running around in operations and we can't still give that same you know personal touch that we give to all of our clients. So instead of that, we have a very skim kind of a uh, sales team, truly myself, Rich, uh, my mother, and we have one other outside salesperson. We have two people just cranking out phone calls all day on the inside sales team and then everything else is operations. So okay. there are 16 people on the operational side that uh, you know do a wonderful job of just building rapport with our clients, absolutely, um, and just kind of where we're going. Um, so a big thing what we were talking about earlier is you know I'm a huge believer in just adding value to right. people. Um, so for our clientele, you know th- this is a huge reason why I wanted to do the podcast to kind of figure out the ins and outs to it as well. Sure, but this is something you know that I aspire to do for our clients to give them a platform. Absolutely, and you know, just put out content you know for them basically free marketing. Uh, it's just something a lot of other people aren't doing. And that's really, I think, what it boils down to with payday is we care. You know, we want your small business to thrive. We want you to continue to grow, and I want to help you have the platform because I run into people all the time that are like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. What, what do I do with those? And it's you know, people, if you don't realize the thing that you're probably <laughs> holding in your hand right now, listening to this through is powerful, is the most important thing of our generation, then you're you're well behind the curve, and yeah. you need to you need to catch up real quick. Yeah. Because you can do just about. I mean, we were talking about the editing you're doing through the phone. And right. It's you know literally all your content. And you can just sit there. Takes you, yeah, you know, a minute. Sometimes it might take you an hour. Yeah. You might have to watch a few how-to videos and figure it out. But the end result is literally going to pay tenfold.
0: Yeah. You got to get hip, or you're going to get lost. That's, That's it. It's, it's, it's as simple as That's that, simple. man. You know, you said something real interesting before we move into the next part. It was the, the power of networking, but, um. You know, a tidbit that I would drop, and I and I heard uh, Miles Monroe say this. He said, you know, you know, a lot of people chase their passion and not their gift. Mm-hmm. The, the truth of the matter is, you know, sometimes we're just, not that we're not good at our passion, but we're not good enough. Yeah. And the passion isn't always what you chase. What you need to chase is your gift. And clearly you have a gift for people and helping people. Um, and really getting down to the core of how you can, you know, really service people, and and, and it's different from your passion. Your passion could be football, it could be golf, but you know what, we, we might not, not be. The, we're not Tiger Woods, right? Yeah. We we might not be, you know, ready for the NFL. But there's something else out there that we wake up every day that that, that we can do, and we can really make an impact on the world. So, you know, some, sometimes you know nobody's killing your dream, but what they're doing is they're trying to shift you from. Chasing what might be a passion versus really finding what your gift is and what you how you really can impact the world, right? Absolutely. So I think that's big. Yeah. So um, before we get into the power of networking, man, we have to we have to plug something we have coming up.
1: Oh yeah. So we have an amazing event with the uh, Jersey Man, Philly Man group. Uh, it's the Unmasking the Legacy. Yeah. So it's our big gala. I'm actually the chair of it this year. Big shout out to Ashley, Jamie, Alex, Ken, Terry. Yeah, for to uh, to even Dunnets. nominating me. I've actually only been with the group for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I've made some sort of an impact yeah, around absolutely. the group to, uh, to get this kind of a position. Uh, but this event's going to be November 7th. It's at the Ballroom at the Bend. It's actually our first event. Uh, it's our only event that's completely open to the public. Uh, it's a masquerade theme. They give out prizes for the best mask.
0: Uh, I should have won last year, by the way. but that's, somehow actually, There
1: was some, some back talk that that, that, that is actually pretty <laughs> valid. <laughs> Uh, but the event I guess they didn't going. see
0: me or something. I don't know. Well,
1: that's what it, that's what we're going to change this year. There's okay. a different judge, and that was kind of the problem, was he had like uh, a very quick whirlwind tour. Gotcha. So we're going to have you know some of the board and some other folks that are going to be there the entire I'm time. I'm going to wear my same mask then. That's it. I've got yeah. to redeem myself. Cash in. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but again, the event November 7th, Ballroom at the Bend. It'll be from 630 to 1030. Uh, right now, uh, the tickets aren't on sale. They're going to be up on the site as of June. Uh, There's an early bird cost of $125. Once that expires, the general admission tickets will be $150. There's also a VIP option for $200. Uh, The VIP just gets you uh, into a different level, uh, exclusive room. Um, and There's uh, just some better uh, food, hors d'oeuvres, and stations that will be up in that VIP section. Definitely a party you don't want to miss. Uh, there is some good networking that goes on, but mm-hmm. let's be real; it's a it's a great party. We're having a good to time. Rub elbows with a lot of amazing you yeah. know, business owners in the area.
0: We're, we had I went last year was my first year going, and um, oh man, I mean, first of all, shout out to Jersey Man and Philly Magazine. I mean, in, in my eyes, and I'm sure Justin would agree, probably one of the hands down best networking group of people that you can be around. Every event you're going to meet you know, amazing people. It's not just shoving business cards down your throat and saying, hey, please call me, send me your clients. I feel like, you know, our our group and our, our meetings and events are more like a meeting of friends and minds just getting together, having a great time. Um, are you going to talk about business? Sure, but mainly because people have a genuine interest in your business. That's why you end up talking about business more. Um, but you're making these connections and, um, you know, Unmasking Legacy was an amazing event last year. I mean, yeah. we had a great time. Um, you know, if you think I, it's like because it's um masquerade i think like think like vanilla sky but not yeah. quite you know that sure. far right, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. yeah, there might be some crazy things
1: happening but yeah. not quite on that, extent. Not
0: quite on that yeah. extent but it's a it's a great time i mean you're gonna see some great people there uh your boy's actually on the committee as well thank you justin for you know nominating me to get, to get on the committee and help help out with of that course. and I think we're going to have a great time. Everybody should be there, so please just give us a shout. Contact us. We'll make sure you're, uh, you, you know, you 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 won't be um, you, you know, you won't be disappointed that you came. You're going to have a really great time and get to link with some really great people. Um, so we're looking forward to. It. I'm excited about yeah, it. Already, definitely man. can't wait. I yeah. actually,
1: unfortunately, last year I did not make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had bought a ticket and then wound up going to the uh, Tony Robbins seminar. Uh, okay, um, okay. Which happened to, of course, start that same right. day, and it's you know four days of just complete immersion it in that. Immersion. But it was, uh, you know, just the Philly man in general, just to speak on them again for a minute. I mean, the Dunnocks, 100%, like you said, have figured it out. I'm in quite a few networking groups. Mm-hmm. And I always say that's the one with, like, a star on my calendar each month. Oh, absolutely. It's, you look forward to it because you really have, you know, you just build amazing relationships. And it's, you know, for me especially, if it's around cocktails, never upset about oh, that. Oh, yeah, and there's never. Always, you know, it's always at great venues. You know, there's always good food. But the people... Um, kind of what Kenyon was saying is it's, it's more about getting to know the people that you really want to do business with. I mean, most conversations really just start kind of how this podcast is. Right. Right? It's just a general convo, what your interests are, kind of how we can help one another. And then you know it might be a, a quick spiel on this is what I do, by the way. Right. but It's really about who can I connect you with you know, what intros would help you. It's, I've never been in a group of people that are like that truly care that much about others. It's, in a lot of the other groups, it's like about referrals, referrals, referrals. So you just, you know, people kind of pull things out of thin air that don't really, you know, it's really a waste of everybody's time. Right. But it's like these connections, it's truly, that's been a huge part of, you know, the success I've been able to create um, over these last 18 months with, you know, getting more into sales. Yeah. Perfect. So and that's, if, a- if you ever wanted an invite, Kenya and I would definitely be more than happy to have anybody as guests if you've never been. So just reach out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, so we hope to see you at some of these events. Please reach out if you're looking to network. Which is, you know, look, if you're going to be successful in business and in build it, relationships, are everything. So the people you network with, or the people that's going to help you build, and you can, um, you know, find a lot of value and knowledge from these people. And that's a perfect segue into one of the cores of today's podcast: the power of networking. How networking can increase your net worth. So, Justin, effective networking etiquette. Give him the one-on-one.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, the biggest thing is for lack of better word, you must have to kind of treat it as speed dating. Mm-hmm. Right. You really don't want to trap anybody in a half hour conversation. <laughs> Some people do it. My father right. would be one of those. <laughs> I like shout out, out shout to shout out out Ralph. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Ralph. Man. Ralph photographer. Awesome guy. Um, Can't believe
0: but, he's your dad still. Yeah. I thought he, he was your brother. He but, looks like my brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, uh,
1: you know, I'm getting him out in the networking world and he's starting to okay. so see just based off what I've been able to do over these last 18 months. And, uh, that's his weakest part, but he builds such a connection with people over that half yeah. hour. But for the most part, it's like you wanna just really, like I said, it's almost like your quick 30 second elevator pitch. Give people a general idea of mm-hmm. what you do, but you really wanna just be listening. I mean, listening's just in sales in general and networking is the most important thing you can do. When people are talking to me, I'm truly going through the Rolodex in my head, listening for keywords of who can I intro this person to. Because adding value is, mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Um, but, yeah, uh, lead you know, leading with the value and then the follow-ups. That's Absolutely. probably the most important thing.
0: I think that's the thing that people miss a lot.
1: Always. It's if you've collected 15, 20 business cards at an event, tomorrow you should be sending 15, 20 emails. And just, you know, thank people for their time. Yeah, you know, maybe schedule a coffee with them so you can dive in a little bit deeper and see, you know, what are the whole, you know, the nuts and bolts to their business, what differentiates them, um, and you know who you, who can you now kind of introduce them to, and and how can you help? Um, but I would say that's really it is kind of yeah. you know, be yourself, maximizing, too. be you is right. definitely you know um, we
0: you know you we see um, you know everybody's been in network events where you see people are, are literally like walking commercials and mm-hmm. it almost comes off like unauthentic. Yep. Be yourself because at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that I live by is people do business with people they like. 100%. At the end of the day, right? You know, a lot of other people are going to be um, so called competitors and maybe do things that you do. Um, But I think that if you're confident in who who you are and, you know, you exude that, then people are going to work with you because they like you. And and you obviously are good at what you do. But, you know, be yourself. Don't go in and try to transform into somebody you're not. Be yourself. You're going to attract the people that align to to you and, and your services, and they just like you, and yeah. you like each other. It's a mutual thing. Yeah, agreed. So I agree. Mean, I will definitely say that.
1: Yeah, most of the relationships, I made, mean, it's just it's all of personality. Right. I mean, I'm definitely I'm, – I'm not always the most successful in the room, not always the best looking, not, but, you know, the way I make people feel when they talk right. to me is – yeah, that's what again that's kind of what it boils down to that's right. what people and remember
0: and honestly if you're the most successful in a room you should probably switch rooms right, right? 100%. if you get to that level go to a different room right yeah, and because you gotta bow
1: out and go to another industry right. and start right because the chase is what we're all after you gotta, and it's Nobody, growth you want to be number one hypothetically right but you don't want to be number one right right you want to so grow just everybody at your heels all day and all you can do is slip and go backwards <laughs> can't be number one forever <laughs> this right? is true
0: this is true let's talk about the power of effective networking like what? How's networking helping you and you know in great nine years at, at payday yeah. um you know eternity of years ahead how does effective networking helped you in in this rise at payday and so build i can the company? actually
1: I, I bust out a little bit of analytics for this so i could give people some real numbers to think about so last year again so the way i'm set up i'm a little different than a lot of salespeople. um i actually run our operations monday through wednesday thursday and friday i get out there i book appointments and i sell so last year, my first year, and actually selling the entire year, I did about 65000 in revenue um, for the two days a week. So far for this first quarter of 2019, with effective marketing and networking put in, in place, I've already done 40000 just this first quarter.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Um, so I almost, you know, in one quarter did almost, you know, more than half of what I did all of last year. Um, and it's truly, it's just, you know, with networking, I think one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people make is they want that instant gratification. They expect that deal. Yeah, my wife jokes about that sometimes with me. She's like, "Did you get any deals tonight?" I'm like, "That's not how it works." <laughs> right, right. I made 15 great relationships tonight right. though, that, that I will foster and hopefully it leads it leads into some yeah. business. But if it doesn't, it goes I'm on just, and on. I'm building my network and right. now it adds value to now my current clients. When they need something, I have a guy for that. Right. I mean, that's you kind of want to be the guy who's got the guy for everything. Be right. Because that's what just it just again, it makes you more valuable to people. Um, but those kind of numbers, it's, you know, networking can truly, you know, kind of like, you know, plug Mike Regina right here, shout out to Mike, but his zero to hero. I mean, everything he does is so true and it's really just little things. I mean, yesterday I had six appointments, everybody I met with, you know, took a selfie with them, posted a little something about their business, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And I would say almost every post on average got about 20 plus likes. Um, and kind of what we were talking about earlier. Give one more plug to my man Joe DeCrosta, Oh yeah. Auto Detailing. up you know, a to Facebook Joe. post for him, um, and he got six bookings from including him, me. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and he does. You know, he does amazing work. But those are the little things. Like you know, I did that with no expectation. Right. It's truly just trying to help somebody else out, give them a leg up um you know and i do have a pretty broad social media following so some people don't quite have that yet right. so when i share something you know four thousand people are going to see it yeah um and that's just you know that's all potential clients for other people yeah
0: I mean, if you do good work it speaks for itself yeah and that's what makes people just refer you don't you don't even have to ask they're just going to do it yeah yeah you know, two
1: of the people i met yesterday that was the big thing they said they were like man <clears throat> a lot of people have been talking to you up before we even met i run into right. people and then they know you and they say these good things and And then you don't even have to sell yourself anymore you truly are just talking you just tell them about what you do how you can make their life a little bit easier um you know kind of what added value just your company brings to the table depending on what industry you're in and just by that that little referral from somebody else i mean that that truly helps close the deal absolutely it's like now you don't have to really you don't have to sell people to believe in who you are and you're a good person Mm -hmm. Yeah, one or two people that say, "Hey, Justin's a great guy. You should just you should get to know him." Right. I mean, that right there, people are like, "Oh, wow!" Just it validates you.
0: Yeah, that's all. That's all you need. So, if you were uh, someone new to the business community here or in the greater New Jersey and South Jersey, Philadelphia area, would how would you? um, What's your strategy for growing your network?
1: Um, So definitely just getting involved. I mean, there's so many groups around. Like I said, we already plugged Jersey Man, Philly Man. Uh, BNI groups, depending on what industry you're in, they can Mm -hmm. be great for you as well. I mean, do you want to get the word out about what you're doing? And then social media, I mean, that's free. All these other things I mentioned are you know, you're paying about, you know, 1500 roughly a year for a lot of these things, but you know, social media, you get out there, you know, send a, send an invite to every single person. Unfortunately, it's a manual process. It's (laughs) going to take you some time if you have a big list, but invite every single person to like your page you know, tag people in posts that specifically would, uh, you know, would gain some type of value from it. Um, and it's just being consistent. I think that's mm-hmm. what people forget. It's, you know, out of sight, out of mind. I know it's, you know, uh, overused cliche, but in the business world, it can't, it couldn't be truer. It's so true. I mean, if you're in these groups that I'm talking about, but you show up once or twice a year, Nobody's thinking about it. Nobody's like, "Oh <laughs> right. man, I should." He is a good guy. He's never here. Right. But, you know, I should <laughs> have no time for us. Yeah, right? it's, it's truly. I mean, we all have you know fifteen hundred distractions a right. day. So when people are consistent and they're constantly you know, even the little things like liking stuff every mm-hmm. time, Kenyon, every time you post something, I like it. If it's something I think generally like the public would like, I'll share it. Right. Right. And those are just little things that I'm doing to help push your business and promote it. Um, but that's really what you have to do when you're starting in the game. It's give, give, give. It is like you really can't expect to get sales. With, you know, with most of these groups I joined, in my mind, I came in with the right, it's going to take me one year right. to foster relationships. And then I should start, you know, seeing some sort of a business trend come from it. But a lot of people, again, it's like they think by month month one, like, man, I haven't gotten any referrals. Well, nobody knows you yet. Right. Like, how do I <laughs> refer somebody I don't know? At? Right. How do I know that you're? Because remember, when somebody refers you, you know, you are truly a reflection on them. Sure. So if I refer you and you do a terrible job, that client is not going to be thrilled with me. And now I have to. You may you know... lose a client. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And at the end of the day, I mean. That's when you get a referral, not that you shouldn't be treating everybody who comes through your door, you know, with amazing respect and give them the best service, but referrals need almost be on another tier from that because it's not just you who you're you're representing at this point. It's somebody else who stuck their neck out to say, hey, this is the guy. This is who you need to talk
0: to. Absolutely. And you want to be a trusted referral resource, right? And you want to be someone where, you know, you, you want to represent the person referring you at all times always a hundred percent you definitely want to do that so yeah I, and i i agree with everything Justin's justin saying about like growing your network i mean one you know i truly believe that you you yourself are your market you have to market yourself in the right way and um you know when you're genuine and and it, it's always clear too when you know you do have a passion about what you're doing mm-hmm. too that's something that you know i meet certain people and i I can tell within, I don't know, 30 seconds if they're doing something that they're just doing to make money versus they're doing something they, they do have a passion for. And your
1: industry is perfect for that. There's per- a lot of, you know, fad realtors oh out my there gosh. just see the money being made. Right. So, they're like, oh, I'm going to go get my, my realtor license now right. and I'm just going to you know, start making six figures. Right.
0: I, I know the difference between people who are really looking to help people and help other people grow. Like, the reason I got into real real I, I, I do have a, a, a passion for real estate and architecture, but, um, you know, I, I grew a team out because – I want to help other people become successful, mm-hmm. right? I could have been an individual agent and just been out here ripping and running and probably lighting it on fire, just depending solely on myself and what I know I'm, I'm capable of. But leaders create leaders, mm-hmm. and you know I want to help other people be successful and build something bigger than just this individual, you know, accolade type of, of career for myself, right? right? Um, and, and, and you know, everybody has a different thing that drives them, right? Not everybody is, is meant for that. Some people do just want to be a rock star salesperson and. They love all the individual accolades, but I just think it's uh, you know I I I can contribute more to the world if I'm helping more people you know get to where they want to get. So and and that's what drives me. I mean that brings a lot of happiness to me, right? right? And I think people get that. That's why it's easy to kind of connect with me, um, and work with me to that to that extent. Other realtors, you know, they, they know I'm more than happy to share like what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and why I'm doing it. Um, and strategies because there's enough out here for everybody right and so there's a, enough success to go around as i as i always say um i was so. we saying
1: earlier we're only competing with ourselves that's it it's that's gotta be it be the best you every single day be that's better it. than yesterday
0: absolutely absolutely let's move into the mindset section man so our mindset question daily dose of vitamin k tidbit of today is show me your friends and i'll show you your future how you feel about that statement Justin?
1: It's, i've honestly lived this this was something that was you know it was i think it's tough for everybody um especially i think we all have those friends that we've had literally forever that after a while you kind of see they're just it's not so much that they're toxic sure but kind of where your goals and aspirations are, are no longer aligned right you know you're aspiring to you know we both are family men so we want to you know help provide everything we can for our kids sure. have a nice home build a beautiful business keep everybody you know, as, um, I guess, as, you know, even keel as possible, you know, we don't want to give them too much right. to, to kind of uh, crumble them. But, um, you know, a lot of times you just see with friends that some people become jealous as you become successful. And those are the obvious ones, obviously, that you get rid of. Um, but I think it's really the people who getting back to like the yes men right right you don't need yes men. Like you need people your closest friends should really be able to always keep it real with right. you right they should tell you when an idea is just bogus like you shouldn't go that route right and i've had to be that people you know that's one good thing as you build a nice business people start to pitch you ideas right? right and they want you to invest in things and a lot of times i have to be that guy and i'm like look there's like a couple loopholes here sure. in your theory <laughs> generally great idea but now we have to execute it right, right. now you have to find people for capital get things together and uh and that idea just isn't gonna raise you know there's not gonna be enough people interested to give you whatever your starting capital is but what i've found through the the nine years is as i've been around people who are doing better than i'm doing um they just they leave these little like breadcrumbs of just like And and again, it's not always they don't give you like the winning antidote as to this is what you have to do to be successful, but they share their losses with you, and those lessons are they're truly invaluable. I mean, uh, you know, David Meltzer always says, you know, paying the dummy tax is how he refers to it, and and I truly feel like if you align yourself with the right people and you're surrounded by the right group that's you know keeping it real with you, Mm -hmm. that is there to you know celebrate your successes with you, but also you know. Is helping you figure out how to just skip a lot of these roadblocks in business that you're going to hit. I mean, you can the, something that took them maybe 15 years to to establish, you can do in seven, right? Just by listening, listening. absorbing, and then executing.
0: One of the hardest things to do in business to, is to listen, right? Agreed. Most people just don't. Know how to, they think they do, but they don't know how to listen.
1: Yeah, as they're listening or just thinking about the next thing they want right, to say, so right. they, they've lost all the material that was just fed to them. I mean, how
0: many people do you talk to, especially salespeople, where you're talking to them and you can just tell they can't wait to say? Uh,
1: absolutely, I bite to chomp right. They're just like, and you can kind of see like they're waiting. And it's right, like they're like, right. getting ready for double dutch. Like, right. They just want to jump in there, and you're like, nah, man. Like, listen, I'm I'm dropping jewels here. For right, you.
0: right. They're not even listening. It and they're just waiting to say what they have to say. Didn't hear anything you just said to them. I see it. I see it all the time. I mean, look, I've probably been guilty of it at some point and I've learned from sure. it. And we, we've all been young and immature in, in, in our industries and stuff like that. But yeah, listening is, is key.
1: Yeah. But that your circle is, you know, it truly is. You should really, everybody should evaluate, look at the people that you spend the most time with.
0: 100%, and, man.
1: And if they're not keeping it real with you all the times, calling you out when you're being a dope mm-hmm. or doing, being, doing foolish things, if they're not there to to celebrate with, with you on your wins and then to be there to help you when you take those losses and mm-hmm. just, just listen, maybe just have that shoulder for you, then you should really reevaluate and look at some of the people around you that maybe you're not thinking of, but they always have their hand out to help.
0: Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, it, you get to a point in your professional career where, it look, we're not saying, like, look, get rid of your high school friends, get rid right. of your old football buddies, get rid of, you know, these people that might not be doing the exact no same thing you're doing. But from a professional standpoint, you gotta surround yourself with like-minded individuals, right? Elevation does require separation, right? Absolutely. So, you know, if you have people, if you're trying to get to a certain spot in life, and you have people in your circle that that aren't, right? They say that um, they say if you uh, if you run around with nine broke people, you're guaranteed to be guaranteed to be number ten. Absolutely. They say that most people um, make within three to five thousand dollars of everybody that they hang with. Right, so if you have an aspiration to be at a certain income level, then guess what? You have to go around people that you need to chase what their income levels are. Right? Absolutely. Um, you know, if you want to be a business owner, then you should be hanging around other business owners, not people that are, are workers, right? right. Or the people that don't aspire to do that. You know, so that's what it means. It's not just saying ditch your friends, but you yeah. do have to, you know, elevate yourself and get around people. You have to change your circle. You have to inventory your associations at all times and make sure you're around people that are. Like you said, they're 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 also pushing you, yeah. right? They're they're very oh. So you want to in real estate, you want to be a, you know you want to make fifty million in in volume. Okay, this is what you need to do. That right. And right. if they're asking you what you do and it doesn't align with that, they're going to be really real with you about you know you're not going to do that because this is what you're not doing. Right. Right. Oh, you don't want to you know call these people. Like I get new realtors sometimes. Like, oh yeah, I'm not really big on cold calling all right well you're probably in the wrong yeah. <laughs> unless you, unless you have a hell of a, a network right. that's just going to say yes to you then you're in the wrong business percent. Yeah, um, you know oh, i only want to work two hours a day and then i just you know want to put some stuff on facebook and hopefully i'll get business well i got a rude surprise for you that's just not how it works right there's things you have to be willing to do and then get around other people that are willing to do those things or have done those things yeah right um because i also like you know, never take advice from a quitter or pretender. Well,
1: <laughs> and typically, a lot of the people who are around you that are complaining, it's like that's the big thing I, Gary Vee do, talks about. I don't hang it's, around complainers, yeah, man. you can't. Yeah, it's like I don't. they always say there's two people who listen to you when you complain. It's your loved ones, so right. your mom, your dad, mm-hmm. and people close like that. But then your other loser friends. Right. Not to call them losers, but... I mean, let's be real. Who that's what they to want hear to hear. People complain, right? But they don't want to see you succeed,
0: right? Because they're not succeeding. That's what they want to hear. Misery loves company. We know that, Absolutely. right? That's always a, that's always a true thing. Um, so yeah, you really do have to, you know, show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. So, you know, yeah, don't, you know, you're not getting rid of them, but definitely make sure that if the future you have in sight. The people you're around, the people you're associating with, the networking groups you belong to, make sure there's some, you know, there's some common ground there that you can build off of. Um, And then, you know what? You can try to help some of those people that are in your circle that might not be fitting that bill, but guess what? It's hard enough to change yourself. Don't waste too much time trying to change other people. Agreed. And that's
1: what I was probably the biggest uh, at fault when I was younger. It was, you know, I saw that I was doing good things and it's like I was trying to help all these people that were my closest friends. Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, you know, some of them pushed back and they didn't want it. And it always, it was like, it confused me. Uh, it was, it would hurt a little bit in the beginning too, because you're like, wow, why, why won't they just accept my help? Right. But just like you said, it's like, yeah, you know, people don't want to change.
0: Not everybody wants, shares your dreams, your goals, your visions. And, you know, even sometimes when you have people, you have to kind of know, like, I guess, how do I put it? Who you can depend on or who you can count out or who yeah. you can count on or who you can count, who you can count in or who you can count out. Right. Right some people just because you know they're challenging your dream or your goal doesn't mean you count them out right they're helping you right um you can tell when people are just being pessimistic right cuz they're always pessimistic yeah, I agree. <laughs> they just always are that's yeah, just who they are Enough will ever work right. it's never yeah. enough yeah those people you can count them out but some people who are really trying to help you and they're just trying to you know maybe fill in some you know some blocks or whatever whatever um you know, you count them in and you take that and you listen and you learn and it'll, they're really there to help you grow. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with that. So hope you all kind of get that, the gist of what we're getting at there and, and what that means. So, um, you know, after this episode, you definitely should, you know, if you're trying to get to a certain level and, and you associate with those people that are either trying to get to that same level or already there so you can learn from them, um, just inventory your associations. If we can't say that enough how important that is, right? Yeah. That's why it's important that, you know, when you are networking, Find groups with like-minded people, not just people that are just trying to suck business out of you, or they're just, you know, the only reason they're talking to you is, or giving you that call or emails for clients, right? I am, I despise that, yeah. I really do. Like when people call me, and I just don't really feel like there's a genuine interest in each other's business, I, it, you're wasting your time calling me. I'm not, I don't, I don't even want to take your free lunch. Well, right, <laughs> and I like to eat, but I'm not, I don't even want to take your free lunch if, if I feel that. So. um Let's move on. Two questions that all guests have to answer. So, Justin, what drives you?
1: That one's easy. It's, it's the family. Gotcha. It's, you know, that's your four why. There's beautiful girls at home. Yeah. It's, you know, they depend on me every day to, to help you know provide a good life. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're fortunate enough. My wife stays home, and mm-hmm. you know, she's got that daunting task of taking care of three under four, and that's no joke, <sighs> that's especially a busy, with twins. That's a, that's
0: a busy job right um, there.
1: And she, I always say my wife is by far the MVP. Right. I, I have the much easier uh, job title right now
0: <laughs> with balancing what
1: I have to compared to her. But that's it man walking through the door and seeing yeah. the four of them it's there's nothing else i need it's you know just keeping them happy providing for them yeah and that's m- more fuel than i could possibly uh, ever need for anything really
0: yeah everybody you have to find your why right you have to find your why and then you have to take those you know what's the action that's going to help you you know make sure you're doing everything you can to 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 make to satisfy your why. Yeah, right?
1: absolutely. And for some people, I know it helps, like, you know, create a little bulletin board of, mm-hmm. you know, if your why is not as simple as mine with family, you know, maybe mm-hmm. your why is to, you know, buy that half a million dollar sure. home or sure. to get that Ferrari or to, yeah. you know, get the newest J's that are dropping, right. whatever it is. You know, vision boards, I they personally aren't something I use, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people who do. I do, yeah. And, uh, you know, and it seems to work, you know, yeah, so I I'm do. a firm believer in speaking things into reality. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of right along that. It's like it the fact that you're visualizing it and you're you're trying to lay down some sort of a foundation to get to that is yeah, it's damn near the same thing in it my is. mind. It
0: is. It is. And and I'm a, I've used vision boards for probably the past whew, over 10 years now. Okay. Um just because sometimes I I'm am I'm a moving target. You yeah. I'm I'm constantly ripping and running, two phones ringing and just everywhere and anywhere at any time. And uh I just like walking by my vision board in the morning or even at night and just kind of, it's kind of a checkpoint for me sometimes. All like, right. did I do everything I needed to do to get that, right? And I, I don't just have, like, material, things. I have thoughts, sure. I have goals on my vision board, um, you know, and it, it just, it's I use it as a checkpoint, and throughout the day, I am constantly speaking things into existence yeah. as well. So, it's just, like, extra animal, but I highly recommend, you know, if, if you need more, you know, a visual checkpoint that you can see, post it somewhere, like, mine is posted near my sneaker closet, because I... Yeah tap Spent into my sneakers shoe closet every day, right? That's what I Absolutely. start my day like, what am I wearing today, right? Yep. And um I always see it right there with, with those things that I'm envisioning for my life. And I change I it every that. year, right? I try to, you know, remove things that I did accomplish and and put new things up there. Um and then you just speak those things into existence. You know, as you you know, I've said this a million times, um, you know, to, to receive it, you have to believe it. You know, yeah. see it, believe it, receive it. And that's how you're gonna how you're gonna get it. You have to speak it. So, you know, what you which you, if you ask not, you'll have not. Right. right. That's one of the biggest scriptures that, you know, someone should know when they're seeking things. So, um, what inspires you?
1: Honestly, it's it's really just seeing the success of my circle. Gotcha. I mean, just constantly just on social media and just seeing people win. It's like, you know, kind of what we were saying, competition or not, mm-hmm. there's just, there's more than enough out there for there is. all of us. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, kind of what we were saying earlier, you know, off the mic, but know, it's great to see sometimes what people are doing, you Mm -hmm. know, especially now it's, you know, people are so transparent because of social media and, you know, if you're not copying what successful people are doing, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you are doing there. These things work, you know, it's models all these social media platforms to promote your business, other people's business, your brand in itself. Um, I mean it's truly invaluable and again it's free people right. even if you boost posts I mean you can boost a Facebook post for $15 right. and have it reach another 2,000 people and you can select specific demographics mm-hmm. what they follow what their interests are so it's you know it's truly my inspiration always is just it's other people Yeah, you know it's great to see it's like you always think you're doing well and then you see other people and you're like man I could still do better sure I absolutely could still, I could give more I could you know Whatever it is.
0: And Tony Robbins, he talks about that. I remember uh, Awaken the Giant Within. I, I, I bought that book. or I had the audio uh, CDs. Okay. he tells us how old, yeah. like, CDs. <laughs> but I'll never forget, he said, uh, you need to learn how to model. Yeah. He said that this was, man, we're talking early 2000s when I used to listen to this. But, yeah, he said, you know, you have to model people. Yeah. Right? You, you want to be like Richard Branson. You want to be Elon Musk. You want to be, like, your favorite community leader. Um you want to be like the top person in your industry, you model that person, mm-hmm. right? Not to say you have to emulate everything they do, but model them, right? Cuz obviously they've done something right yeah. to to get to where they have to get, right? So um you know, find find that inspiration, find those models and just like Justin said, a lot of this stuff is free, it's there. Yeah. The the world of technology and social media has given us, you know, free game for the taking, right? Absolutely. So we're we're in a we're, I, I personally feel like we're in one of the most, you know, spectacular, miraculous times in in, in life, right, it, where we are with social media and technology. And, you know, some people get so turned off by, oh, it's just changing things. And it's kind of like you said, right, you use social media for inspiration. There's some people that use social media to, you know, to gossip, right. to, to make it their, their little pity farm and things like that those are people you stay away from, right? Yeah. I don't, if I see too much of that, I unfollow people because yeah, I don't want to see it, right? I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about drama. I don't want to hear about, you know, it, you know, look, you can talk about your failures if you're talking about how your failures are leading you to grow and expand and, and become successful. But, you know, that's how you have to look at it. Be inspired by, by it and, and and hang around inspiring people and look at, follow inspiring people, yeah, right? Absolutely. And congratulate those people, tap into those people. Don't be scared to send them a message and, grab coffee with that person or, or grab a lunch and just have a sit down and talk about it. Because if you're inspired by them, find out, you know, how you can, you know, equally take some of that inspiration for your own life or your own track.
1: And you'd be surprised how many successful people really just want to help. Right. And they will, like you might think, ah, oh, they're out of my league. They're not going to want to They're way bigger than I'll ever get to. Right, But a lot of times they just, they'll help you figure out that foundation.
0: hundred percent people, most successful people are willing to share. You'll, you will realize that I think that, you know social media technology have changed that have ma- created this transparency with it yeah if they didn't they wouldn't be on social media right let's be honest I mean there and there are some really successful people that are ghosts on social media sure. you don't know I mean you don't know them but if they are then you know reach out to them yeah. Right? and create, create your network, add them to your network.
1: That's it, take your shot. That's what it yeah. goes down take to. A, a shot, lot of people man. are, you know, they're scared of that. Yeah. yeah, Everybody's been rejected a million times. That's part of business. Yeah.
0: Take a shot, take a swing. What did Reggie Jackson say? He never saw a pitch he didn't like. That's it. <laughs> and nobody remembers how many strikeouts Reggie Jackson had. He actually had the most in uh, NL, MLB history, yeah. but only thing people remember are the home runs. That's it. Right? So take your shots, take your swings, and, you know, you'll, you'll be all right. So Justin, Q and A for me. I always give a guest an opportunity to ask any question right. they want for I mean,
1: me. You know what my first is going <laughs> to be is who's the <laughs> sneaker plug? How are we getting all these shoes all the time?
0: Man, man, and man. do they
1: typically carry thirteens so I can get in on that?
0: <laughs> so I, I used to man, you know, I've calmed down a lot over sure. the, over the past couple of years. Kids do that to you too. Yeah. Um, but I, I used to I used to frequent Lapstone and Hammer over in Philly. Um, and shout out to Brian who owns Laps the Hammer. I mean, they um, one of my relationships, right? So when they first opened, um, my guy Aaron was the manager there, and I actually helped Aaron um, get a tech, start his tech career, and now he's blossoming in tech world. Because at the time I was working at Microsoft, and I was coming in there, you know, checking out the the boutique and buying kicks, and he was just like, "Man, what do you do?" And I was like, oh, "I work for Microsoft. I'm a consultant. And I do some real, I do real estate still. I was in real estate before and left and." Now I'm in the tech world. He's like, man, I'm really interested in the tech world. I was like, well, look, man, um, here's my number. Call me anytime. What's your background? He told me about his background. And I actually helped him, you know, uh, with LinkedIn and become more desirable and get his skills up, transfer him into the tech world, and and now he's doing that. So it was crazy because he was my plug. Okay. Like, literally, you know, he was like, bro, the threes came out, yours are to the side. Nice. So I knew that in me helping him get another uh, career, that I was like, man, and that. Uh, you know, I was like, hey, bro, if I, if you get this job at this tech company, are you going to still work part time here? Because <laughs> you're my plug. And he's like, you know, he, but I, I really didn't care. It was like, man, yeah. look, I'm going to help. He's, you know, he's married. He has, I think, three kids. I think Aaron another one. He, uh, he's a family man like us, yeah. right? And I said, man, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to help you the best way, as much as I can. If I can help you, you know, get into that tech career and, and, and blossom, then I'll do it. And we still, to this day, he'll call me and say, hey, man, what's your opinion on this? I'm looking at this company or we have this new technology coming out let's you know let's let's grab some some coffee and talk about it um so i lo- I kind of lost my plug to be honest yeah. with you right but i helped somebody for the great in a much better way right i can yeah. still get sneakers i mean right now, now, now that I, nike vip vip you know VIP. nike does show me a lot of love <laughs> man i will say that they do show me some love man and um and I still I just haven't had time to get over Lapstone as much as I used to. Yeah. Um I used to just love I mean it's a great spot. If you're ever in the Philadelphia area, go to Lapstone and Hammer. Um they're, they're like eleven hundred block of chestnut. Okay. Um Brian the owner, super cool dude. All the staff there is are, are super cool. Um and they they always got the heat. You know, they got, and they got they always had a big Nike deal. They they got the Adidas deal now so okay. they, they get the yeezys they get everything they got a lot of the the special drops like the travis scott ones that are dropping yeah. you know they got they got those um i, I have i you know I, I miss y'all and i love y'all man I, I promise i just life and daddyhood and all that stuff i just don't have i haven't had a chance to just come in and, and cop yeah. as much as i'd like to but a lot of times man i i leverage the internet man I, i'm on I'm just gonna say that power of the internet yeah so it's man. a lot easier to do from home it is man you know the sneakers app you know i, I, seem, I seem to do well you know i I just I try to jump on it in the morning and get get yeah. the drops I want. I I've calmed down. I don't I I feel like I like retros. So I have almost every re- there's not I can't think of a retro that is coming out or that hasn't came out at right. this point. Yeah, um, agreed. The the only sneaker that I will say has eluded me is the um the uh what's the the ones the ones the shattered shattered backboard back yeah, yeah shattered, shattered backwards uh, the shattered backboard ones have eluded me. I have not been able to get my hands. I, well, I didn't get them, my hands on the original release. Yeah. And, um, and they haven't. worth it.
1: If oh, you can't get them, it. I'm then, not paying. Uh, I can't pay that. Down, yeah, I think man. people want like 1,200 for them. <laughs> Crazy
0: man. The material is so great. The color yeah. scheme. So if Nike does drop that, I would love to get my hands on those. Nike, hope you're listening. I let's hope get, you're let's listening. Get a release, man. please, re-release. please. I'm, I'm, I've been loyal since I don't know three, four years old. Man, come on, show me, show us some love, <laughs> right? But um, that's what I've been doing lately. Um. But once again, if you want a sneaker plug, man, just it's a relationship, right? Yeah. You go, yeah, you show love. Like, I show love to Lapstone because I just used to go in there. I used to yeah. take my kids in there and everything, just go in there, shop, show love. It was a smaller business. Um, not smaller because actually um, Lapstone, their history is they also own City Blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but I just, you know, the people there were just awesome. It's just, yeah. getting I, I, I never asked Aaron, like, yo, bro, hook me up. Like, yeah. make sure you look me out. It, it was just literally just, that that was there. we were cool and we got cool and he or... was just like, bro, this is coming out. But then, you know what else he used to do? Even, like, non-crazy you know, like crazy drops, like, a pair of Prestos would come in, and he, like, knows, like, yo, I know Kenyon loves red. Right. Send me a picture. He'll lure me in there, basically. Nice. Like, yo, bro, look at these Fitz Prestos. Salesman. I'm like, oh, oh man. Oh. Just give a little you know? teaser, right? So, man. really, I, I would tell my man Brian, like, yo, bro, you know, you get – have them – if they text me and show me stuff, guess what? <laughs> <You'll be back laughs> oh, I got to go to the 34 meeting. Oh, let me stop at Lapstone. I know my time is tight, but I'm going to stop in there. But, man. yeah, man, the, the, sneak, the sneaker plug is a relationship game. Just like uh, – Of course. About, it's all who who you network with, right? I'm sure, yeah. like, if you go to sneaker shows, you meet a lot of good, cool people right? or whatever. If I – yeah, I, because I've got so many, I just – I haven't been working as hard to maintain my, my sure. plugs as much. But how
1: about uh, – so on the business end, where do you find – your time is most like valuable what where do you put most your energy that you get the best return on?
0: sure it? um as you probably know the topic of this conversation and most of, most of my energy is put towards networking with people mm-hmm. um obviously i do a lot of social media because that there's no what other way can you connect with thousands and thousands of people yeah. in one shot Agreed. that easily at the i mean literally in a snap of a finger you can connect with that many people um but i'm also very people i like being face-to-face so you know i am at a lot of network events. I am at a lot of socially driven, you know, events. Um I you know as a real estate agent, we have this, you know, great autonomy to be where we want when we want. I, I don't work from the office that much and the reason is I, I want to be around people. Yeah. So I work you find me at you find me at coffee shops, you find me at, you know, any anywhere where there's going to be people, right? Cuz I want to connect with people. Um and I feel like I get the best return on that because once I engage with someone, um I think that's my 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 gift is engaging with people and helping people and empowering people and you know connecting with people very easily right um and to me that's a bit have
1: that like personality it's just like you said it's just very simple you just start a conversation it's like you've been best friends forever that's it
0: and and i love people i'm driven by by people and just the interaction of you know the human mind so yeah i think that's what the best return is i mean look you know there's so many things we can do in our businesses like Similarly, we can we can we can pay for leads. We can do marketing and advertising and mail. We can do a lot of different things to drive business. Yeah. But you know, you're just shooting out that stuff like a like a web and hoping to pull some stuff back in. Right. Where once I engage, nine times out of ten, that's a person that now values what I do, and and, and you know. I become a ref, you know, I become their referred, you know, realtor or whatever business venture we're doing. They 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 trust me right. from a business perspective. So, yeah, I, I do strongly believe and it's not for everybody. Some people I think it could be for everybody. I think it is something that could be learned. But yeah. and, you know, if you do want to know how to market yourself better or create your own personal brand and, you know, understand how to network more, you know, I'll always be happy to share that with people listening. But, um, yeah, for for me, you know, just social interaction and connect with people is is the best return on your business. It yeah. really is, because, you know, at the end of the day, you are you represent your business. You're the brand, and you're you are the face. Which and that's whatever role you're in, right? right? But people want to work with people they like, and sometimes it's really hard to like someone that you just get an email from. Right. It's hard to like someone that you know you get over the phone, even right. It's just it's it's hard. It doesn't yeah. always work that way. It's that real connection that I think. Will help your business thrive and help people value who you are and, and what you could do for for them, right? Help more people get what they want; the more you're going to get what you want. But I think that's where people find the values when they actually connect with the person. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, man. So, Justin, tell us, man. First of all, thanks for this. This, this podcast was awesome, oh, man. It's As my we, pleasure. I, I'm glad we did Appreciate this episode. You allowing it. Oh, absolutely. And look, this won't be this. This is the first, but it won't be the last, okay. right? Um, we got a lot of great people in our circle that we can also do you know, add another good topic with and, and do these more often. And, and, and look, I'm looking forward to you launching your podcast, Yeah. you know, and uh, any way I can help you do that, you already know. I'm, Appreciate eat, that. N- not a problem. Um, how do people connect with you?
1: Uh, so you can either, you can find me on Facebook, Justin deal. It's a picture with me and my wife and all the kids. So you can't get that confused. Um, you can also payday payroll resources is on Facebook. Um, and then Instagram, same thing, Justin deal. Um, and LinkedIn again, Justin deal pretty simple across the board there and it's d-e-a-l it's the actual word i'm not one of those weirdos that spells it with all these extra vowels and consonants um so yeah please reach out and uh if you anybody who's on the linkedin if you want to go through look at uh, you know all my connections If there's anybody specifically you want intros for uh please just send me a message let me know i'd be more than happy to plug
0: you yeah justin the real deal <laughs> That's yeah right. man i appreciate you coming out Hey, I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. We had a great time, um, you know, delivering some great content. I hope you found it extremely helpful. Reach out to us. you know how to reach out to me, Kenyon at evolutionavgroup.com. And um, you know, I love Instagram, so at real estate agent 007 on Instagram. Um, any questions, comments? Like we said, network, network, network. Building your network is how you build your net worth. Um, other than that, look welcome to the weekend we hope you have a, a wonderful wonderful weekend hope it's a great friday may the grind be kind um any cl- any last words you want to give to the crowd
1: i uh, just uh shout out to all the moms out there happy mother's oh, yeah. day weekend. Psh, hopefully man. everybody's spoiling their mom their wife sisters aunts yes. whatever it is take yes. care of all the women this weekend
0: yes thank you for i, I did remember i'm not going to incriminate myself yeah happy mother's day to all the wonderful mothers out there all the wonderful women in my life and all the women around the world, man, you know, you guys, are, the job they do on a day-to-day. You nice. know? God knew what he was doing. He God created knew what women. he was doing. Oh, man, amen to that. Well, it was wonderful. Tune in for the next upcoming episodes. You know, we'll continue to bring great content. Um, please go subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes and, and, and leave comments. And, you know, as always, you know, y'all take care, and we'll be back soon. All right? Later. Justin. Have a good one, y'all. Got it.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: our regular schedule program.